Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Finger Guns podcast with Tony, Dave, and James. I am the one, the only, title card introductory boy, Jimothy, and I am joined with... Big Tasty Tony V. Hell yeah, and... Dave, the destroyer of worlds. Still? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm fucking getting behind that. Still? Yeah, let's fucking do it. Dave the fucking destroyer. He has become Dave the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> I fucking love it. More like Dave the destroyer of toilet bowls, though. Yes. But his world is smaller. Let's, Absolutely. Let's just keep calling it worlds, but we know it's toilet bowls. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just, your throughput of Taco Bell is uh, one for the ages. That was really good. It was really good the other day when we got Truth. I honestly, you know, I was driving Dave back home and I couldn't figure out. He was like, oh, you, I'm hungry. You want to get something to eat? I couldn't think of what the fuck I wanted. So Taco Bell became the thing. Taco Bell is always the thing when you it's, can't think of what to get. Yeah, really what Especially I wanted. Especially when you're with Dave. I'm not looking true, forward to those late true, nights at TIFF. True. This fucking it's going to be all Taco Bell. We got to record a late night Taco Bell episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. In the Taco Bell in parking lot. Taco room. Bell. Either in the parking lot or in the restaurant. Absolutely. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. Like, we, did, what, we did the last one at A&W. We, we, we have to. We have to make a return. got to fucking do it. But yeah. at a T-Bell would be so. Sipping on a Baja Blast, recording this fucking podcast episode in the middle of a fucking Taco Bell. Cheesy absolutely just the crunch is what you want yeah it's good asmr quant uh uh content taco bell if you're listening to this please sponsor Sp our podcast <laughs> finger good sponsored by t-bell that literally is the sponsorship we, that makes the most sense we absolutely we do live moss it's true we have never not lived moss and i would i would definitely Speak about Baja Blast in every episode. I'm <laughs> I would I would wear Taco Bell merch everywhere I go if they sponsored this fucking podcast. I, I already wear Taco Bell merch. Like the model so of fair. this podcast is Live Moss. <laughs> it, it is now. It definitely is now. It's a hundred. Oh. Anyway, Taco Bell, if you're out there, uh, hit us up while we uh, just ramble about some movies. Trust me. See, like, there's no there's no harm in this brand pairing. You join with us. We say fuck John Voight. It's great. <laughs> Taco Bell, you can get behind this. I'm telling you, even our opinions are in line with Taco Bell as a brand. <laughs> but also fuck John Voight. Fuck John Voight. I love that you guys keep doing that. <laughs> anyway, you want to talk about some movies? Let's yes, fucking please. kick it. Let's vroom vroom into this shit. Want to do best my worst? Yes. Uh, who wants to go first? I went first last time, so one of you two chuckleheads has to go first. Oh. James, why don't you go first? Okay. You want to get crazy and start at the bottom, work our way up to the oh. top? Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's. Okay. I can deal with that. You want to do worst to best? Worst, worst, worst to best. We're returning to our roots because apparently, yes. from Tony, who actually listened to one of our first episodes that uh, I, I just put out into the ether and said, I don't need to hear this. <laughs> Tony listens to all the I, episodes. I appreciate <laughs> I also listen to all the episodes, but I haven't listened to the early stuff. Yeah. You don't need to. The underground stuff. The underground before we were cool. <laughs> the scream episode. Good lord. Um, anyway. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to start with my worst, I guess, and I feel confident in saying putting this in worst. Uh, Rush. Okay. 
I uh, just literally before we ended up recording this, I just finished watching it. Like the, the car, like the car movie, the car or movie. like a the band. The band movie. I would never speak ill about Rush the band. Okay, good. Rush can't. the band lives on a pedestal in my mind. Absolutely, Tom Sawyer, man, come on. It should hurt everybody's fucking mind Get, pedestal. Yes, <laughs> but especially every Canadian <laughs> number one. Um, anyway. Uh, no, rush the movie and not rush the video game. Rush the, the movie. We have we have some we have some very good memories. I loved rush the video game. That was wild. What, what the fuck is he doing over there? He's not even a part of the conversation. I'm not sure. He's making up a theme. I was trying to do Tom Sawyer. Oh, oh, that was no, no. Tom Sawyer is not your karaoke song. I was just I was doing the beat. Yes, I wasn't I, yes. we were aware of what you were doing. Yeah, six out of ten. Six out of ten. Oh, it's yeah. still a pass. It's, it's no, it's no gimme shelter. Yeah, it's still a pass. It's a York University B minus. All right, yes. All right, I'll take it. But going back, we do <laughs> have some distinct memories. We do. N sixty four. N sixty four. Rush, Rush. Man. Rush was the shit. Yes. I still, still remember that. I still I don't remember know. that. Uh, what was it like? You're racing inside like an office. Yep. And also the rocket car. Yeah. I'll never forget that. It's like a car. fuck. It was like a. What was that fucking level we always played? It was like the grid, basically. And there's yeah. like those sweet jumps that yeah. you always went off yeah, of. And yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. emerald green car that's yes. always the fucking. Yeah. 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 I miss Rush. It's good times. I'm going to play that game again. They remade it on Switch. Of course they did. I well, I'm it. getting a Switch this fall. All right. Give me some time <laughs> and then I'm there. I'm with you. I just, I'm waiting for a sale. Absolutely. A Costco bundle sale. The best kind. PS5's on sale at Costco this week. I don't need another one. <laughs> Why not? For what? Why for not? whom? Why not? So Bear? You and, for so mouse? You, so you for and me. mouse can do fucking land parties. Come Excellent. on now. Yeah. That's that's what mouse is into. Land parties. This is a long sidebar. It really is. <laughs> Rush. Rush. The film. The film. Isn't it directed by Ron Howard? It is directed That's by Ron Howard. That's why it's on your Howard. worst list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It uh, it relies a lot on narration, which is just a choice. Daniel uh, Bruhl's narration, right? And Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Chris Hemsworth. For a bit. Okay. Yeah, they trade off every once in a while. Nice. Um, but mainly Daniel Bruhl. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's fine. It focuses on uh, James Hunt and uh, Nikki Lauda's rivalry but amped up to a degree that I, is not based in reality at all they were like actual friends he like stayed over at james hunt's house all the time like they were buddies like best buddies and like this movie makes it seem like they were just like sworn enemies from the yeah, beginning but were, they, but were they best buddies from the beginning or yeah. like it took a little no from of... the beginning like from the formula three days of like they were friends from the start it just yeah. like obviously they had a rivalry that's that's non-disputed but like it was just like cranked up to make the movie more exciting and sure whatever i guess it does it focuses all on i think a lot of the things that surround the race but well, doesn't he get horrifically scarred at one point he does yes in the 1975 he's he burned right? yeah he crashes and 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 burns and yeah. that's the race that he was like i don't think we anybody should race this race it's very dangerous out there and then he's the one that gets like completely annihilated out there um we call that irony and then he cut yeah and then uh he comes back and like his whole thing was like six months after that accident he was back on the track and racing again and winning again and it was just that that guy was wild. He lived so long. He only died in 2019. Nicky Lauda was like, "Oh shit, yeah, oh, shit." He wow. lived for a while. For a I bet he showed up at TIFF. I, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Yeah, I bet he showed up. He probably did. Um. Anyway, 
They they love doing that shit, bringing the real person. Oh, of course, yeah. Crowds yeah, fucking would have like, gone. They would have gone bananas. And like he was probably still fine then, because what then, was that? Twenty twelve ish, I think it was. Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. So ten years. Yeah. Me and Tony saw it theatrically. I remember liking it. I didn't say I didn't like it. I don't think and it's I remember Brule was though. very good. Brule's great. Hemsworth also like they're both great, but I think like they kind of they focus on everything but the racing and the racing itself there's so much cg going on that like it's just not great and it doesn't it doesn't hold up looking back on that it makes 10 sense years on. that makes sense you never want a racing movie where there there's more cgi than actual racing right like the yeah. good thing about car movies at least uh, the car movies yeah. that i like they're all yeah. in camera in car like do yeah. it they're driving it and we'll talk more about that fast, yeah. fast and furious franchises very cg sir that is i also wasn't referring a- <laughs> to fast and furious <laughs> but actually but even if we do refer to fast and furious if you go back to the original the roots where it was more about racing mm. than it was about heists oh yeah the, like the, that, the original there's so much in camera car stuff going on and it's great and it's fucking exciting the entire yeah. time even like the entire third act where um you know it's the heist that goes wrong um Oh, when they're still on DVD players? When they're stealing the, the DVD the, players out of the back of the truck and the, the truckers got a fucking shotgun, yeah. Um, that orange Toyota Supra? Hell I love yeah. that. Stuff. But, like, it's excellently done and all well shot. Well, that's, the, that's the reason why the first so one holds up, still yeah. holds up against some of the some of the newer ones, right? It's, now it's a theme park ride. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not a racing movie anymore. Now it's a theme park ride. You can't put those on a list of racing movies anymore. Yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like you could just sum up Rush by just saying... Ron Howard. Ron Howard. <laughs> it's very Ron Howard. And it's fine. It's totally fine. I I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm putting it on the worst just because of out of the three movies I'm gonna talk about. It was the worst of the three. Um saving for a main title segment, spoilers. Nice. Um, but otherwise, eh, it's fine. It focuses on a lot of things that aren't the race. Well, it will save from a racing movie perspective. All of them seem to do the same thing, which is like the third act is a proper race that is mm. gets your heart rate going. Yeah. And this one does have that, and it's pretty great. Makes sense. Not excellent, but great. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I really have to say about Rush. I have it on Blu-ray. Maybe I'll watch it again. You should. Just give it a watch. I'll see, give it a watch. see, uh, see. It's okay. it's ten years. I'll there get my I'll get my Daniel Brühl numbers up. Yeah. There you go. I just remember the scene when uh, Chris Hemsworth's just sitting in a chair and he's like mimicking like the the car and yes. like he literally has his eyes closed and he's yeah. just like feeling it. Yeah. It's like I thought that was really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Again, another thing that comes back a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. I just I I wanted something that was just short and sweet, and right. I was on my Netflix watch list and I found Spawn from 1997. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch the um, the HBO show? Yeah. I think I watched ch- parts of it. Mm. I remember it being very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. The movie, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, I was going yeah, to say, it's pretty for, fucking for, bad. For, for Spawn, it was yeah. the cartoon that definitely did yeah. like, more than the movie. When, <laughs> like, truth be told, yeah. when... He's in co- when he's in full costume sure. and the cape is flowing. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. Even by today's yeah. standard, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's only like maybe five minutes of that. Yeah. Total. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and I will give credit where credit is due. It wants to be Batman really badly. Very. But, super badly. Very. <laughs> but the set design of some of the stuff, there's like a whole alley mm-hmm. set design, gothic church yeah. thing. Looks great. Yeah. It looks great. And the makeup on John Leguizamo mm-hmm. as the clown. I remember that a lot. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Even by today's standards. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. The acting... The story, the rest of the brutalized CGI, the transitions, <laughs> sure, which are just flames. Isn't there? Isn't Love yeah. that? Love that. There's a brutal dragon CGI in that one, isn't there? Uh, yeah, it's like a devil, devil thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, for '97, sure, it's not horrible. The the only thing that looks really fucking bad is they like go to hell. Yes, yeah, and I was like, like I was yeah. gonna so, say, how, yeah. how does that scene hold they, up? Like, of fight, him, like, they fight going. different things yeah. and like. <laughs> When he's going down, yeah. it's fine. But when they're, they're like jumping on platforms and fighting guys in okay. hell and it looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks real fucking bad. Yeah. Like I will give the, the, the demon dragon thing. I'll give it a pass and I will give uh clown. The clown turns into like a demon thing at one point too, but that's yeah. a mix of puppets and CGI work and it doesn't look too bad. But yeah, them in hell. Awful. Oof. Acting. Not great. Yeah. And John Leguizamo is putting his heart and soul into it. And he's doing. He's trying to be Jack Nicholson's Joker, Danny DeVito's Penguin. And a dick and fart joke. <laughs> <laughs> like like a Kevin Smith in a Kevin Smith movie yeah. together as oh one. It's a very odd combination. <laughs> like yeah. I hear that that's actually how the character is in the comics. And that's great. Yes. And that's great and all. But. It's not a great character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I want to say, because like I'm trying not to beat up on it too much. Like it's not, it's it's a very 90s movie. Yeah. Very 90s. The last thing I wanted to say was, you know, in other movies, you know, in like Venom yeah. or like a Batman movie type thing, like you want to see you're paying the lead guy so you can see his face, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they're not always wearing the mask. Yeah. In this movie, Michael Jai White, he gets horrifically scarred. Right. Horrifically burned. Yeah. And he barely wears the spawn mask. Yeah. But his face is all mangled to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why are yeah. you, why do you keep showing me his face? Like, like, just make him wear the, the mask. mask. too much. Just put the mask yeah. on. Yeah. Too much money. <laughs> yep. But Yeah. And then, like, I definitely caught on to some subplots that are, like, missing. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely, like... Frame missing. <laughs> real missing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I don't know how they're going to redo it with Jamie Foxx, but... Uh, if it ever happens. If it ever if happens. If it ever happens. But nah. all I know is if they can make... If they can just keep him with the fucking mask on. Yeah. And they can make, they can make the cape look amazing yeah. like they did in yeah. that movie. I'm sure it'll be a lot better than what we got in 97. Yeah. Until then, just watch the HBO show. Yes. It's only like... Or read the comic episodes. Keith, Keith David is Spawn in that, isn't it? As he should be. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It's As excellent. He should be. He's, a, he's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Tony. All right. Well, um, mm-hmm. for my worst, mm-hmm. I have a little film. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys, uh, Dave might know what it is, James. I don't know if you're going to know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's from 2023. Oh, with, oh uh, it's recent. It's, it's recent. New. It's recent. It 
is a film called Hypnotic. Oh. With, uh, with our, our boy friend, friend of the podcast, Mr. Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh. The Robert Rodriguez one. Directed by also friend of the podcast, Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. He's back. Yes. In pog form. Um, Talk to me, Goose. Yeah, this movie was 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 a choice. It okay. was. Well, it's been in like editing hell forever. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> um, like I'm pretty like. Did you notice the glue marks and the tape? The tape, <laughs> pretty much. When and did like, they, they shoot like, it? Like this, like, this, I think this before th- the pandemic. Seriously, like it's been sitting in the it's been sitting on the sh- on a shelf somewhere for a bit. Huh. It does not resemble anything of Robert Rodriguez at all. He was basically a gun for hire. Interesting. Um, ben Affleck. Not really sure what he's doing. Uh, William Fitcher. Oh, uh, you love him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Fickner's in it? He's just there. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> the, for Will. The, the movie owes a lot of its life to Inception because <laughs> sure. it's basically Inception. Mm. Um, it's like your standard, I want to say it's your standard detective thing yeah upon layers upon layers of a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream okay um it's just not good that's unfortunate there's a good movie in there somewhere there's there's something in there i know it's there yeah ben affleck's trying he's he's yeah he's exhausted but he's trying um Basically, basically, a cop uh, tries to stop a bank robbery. There's some supernatural elements going on. Um, buddy, buddy um, goes into the, gets in the middle of the heist, finds out that the thing that they're looking for is a pitcher, and the pitcher is of Buddy's daughter, who's been missing for quite some time. And right. then he goes off to find his kid. Right. Got With it. the help of this guy who just suddenly like says something and then all of a right. sudden the person's mind just gets warped and yeah, yeah, yeah. goes to hell. Huh. That's basically what hypnotic is. Huh. Yeah. Uh, avoid it like the plague. All right. Um, How was Alice Braga? Ah, oh, Tracita from, um, it's that fucking show I love. Queen of the South. Um, she was just there. I was wondering when her... She certainly was in the movie. Yeah. I was waiting for her Latin gangbangers to just suddenly emerge and be like, I see that, we gotta go. (gasps) Oh, Oh, you meant actual gangbangers. I was, what are you talking about? Well, Queen of the South, she plays like a a female Scarface, basically. got it. Um, Yeah. That's... It's just kind of there. If you want to up your Robert Rodriguez numbers on Letterboxd... I don't think that I do. up up your Ben Affleck numbers like chuckles over there. Well, just, I, I do want to up my Ben Affleck. I'll just watch some. I'll just want some old Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, that's the better choice. And he's got a he, he's got a remake of Spy Kids coming, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's on Netflix next month. There you oh, go. Oh boy, What's Zachary why? Levi. Oh boy. <laughs> so uh, why don't you watch that instead? Yeah. Because that's probably going to be better than Hypnotic. <laughs> let's 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 not. Let's let's not overpromise here. Let's not say things we can't do. We did back. we did watch Heart of Stone, Tony. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that has anything to do with this reboot of Spy Kids, but it has everything to do with Netflix. Yeah. How many times they already rebooted Spy Kids. Like, yeah, but again, Dave. What? Again. Like, <laughs> again. Like, like were those movies pop that popular that <laughs> they need two reboots? I feel like I feel like it's gotten to I think Spy Kids is one of those movies that like kids who were kids when it came out. 
not that we weren't, but I think we were just like on the cusp of being too old, too old. I think kids that were kids when it came out have this like rose colored glasses remembrance of what Spy Kids was. Like everybody with the 80s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they remember it being great. But I feel like if they actually went back and rewatched it, they'd be like, oh, because <laughs> like I don't remember it being great. And every time I see a screenshot of it, everything looks just way too bright and unlit, pro- like lit terribly. And like the CGA, the CGI terrible. looks like fucking MS Paint. Yeah. Like dog shit. Yeah. Apparently the 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 kid uh, the son yeah. whoever that Junie Junie is that his name in the no, show that's his name in the movie apparently he is well endowed oh uh, that's great Megan, for him Megan Trainer Megan Trainer yeah. yeah that's great for him yeah. she t- she talks about she's talked about it at Good length for him. how she's length. like in in pain afterwards because oh. it's yeah. so big but so good for him good for him good for him if anything comes out of spy kids it's a well-endowed boy <laughs> <laughs> he's a man now James. <laughs> he still he's, looks like a boy he's always a boy <laughs> um so the uh catharsis of my review for hypnotic yeah. uh don't don't oh. <laughs> that's fair Onwards. <laughs> onwards. Onwards and upwards. Well, I have to put something in this middle slot, and uh, I also need to talk about this movie, um, because these two chuckleheads made me watch it uh, whilst eating a lot of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Sorry, K-Fried C. K-Fried C. K-Fried C. And uh, I'm talking here about Killer Joe, which... Uh, Billy Friedkin? God rest in peace, Billy Friedkin. You are an absolute menace. <laughs> I, it, I, I, I struggle. I struggle to find words. We've been waiting. I've been a waiting a week to hear your thoughts I've on this. I know. I've I've held them. Breath. I've held them. I've struggled to find words. It's at points. It's so fucked that you can't. You can't even tune out. Like, you can't stop watching it. Tell tell the people what it's about. Okay. So, a very dysfunctional family uh, decides... A very dysfunctional, poor, white trash, trailer trash You gotta gotta make sure that you emphasize trailer trash. You gotta really put... (laughs) There's there there's poor there's six layers of shit and then there's them living way at the bottom like they do not have money this uh, uh, what stepmom is like working at a pizza place the dad is uh, a mechanic mechanic yeah uh, the daughter is the daughter. <laughs> alive um <laughs> she she suffered a traumatic injury a tra- or a traumatic, traumatic event in, yes, a traumatic when she was younger so it's it messed her up. It messed her up uh and the son is uh at best a terrible drug dealer um, <laughs> who also owes some very bad people a lot who, of money who gets in deep with the sharks who 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 lost a whole bunch of drugs because he's a terrible drug dealer <laughs> and owes a lot of money because of this uh and has a bounty on his head and his harebrained scheme to get this back is to have his biological mom killed to get the life insurance money. Yes. And in order to do this, they hire a very crooked cop played by Matthew McConaughey. And his name's Killer Joe. And his name is Killer <laughs> Joe. 
And Matthew McConaughey in this movie is everything. It, he's so fucking good. I I will go to the grave saying that this is where the McConaughey started. Absolutely. <laughs> I 100% agree. Top watching three best it, roles for sure. Watching it, I was like, this is like, this is half of the idea that he used to create Rust Cole for True Detective. <laughs> it's right there. Just like slimy dirtbag cop. It's right here. It's the, the, the blueprint is here amongst other shit that he had to add in there. But this is a start. Um, anyway. The movie unfolds, shit goes sideways, in the most ridiculous ways, there's a promise of betrothal, because the daughter becomes collateral, uh, and then you're like, where the fuck, and especially like, towards the end, after after the deed has been accomplished and everything has gone to shit... You're like, I don't understand where this movie is supposed to go now because everyone is in locked sort of in certain paths. And then the K for I C comes out. <laughs> you don't need to. I don't want you to describe it for people who haven't and seen it. All I have to I, I'm not going to describe any more than the K for I C comes out and my jaw hit the floor <laughs> by what I spent the last 10 minutes, I guess 10, 15 minutes of that movie watching because what the shit it, is yeah, that ending that that dinner yeah. scene is like I I keep telling this oh, to people like it's like a half master it, master class holy it's, fuck. it's the entire third act it's like yeah. a like a half hour type thing yeah and it's yeah it's you're, you're on the edge of your seat the entire time the entire you have no idea what's happening next <laughs> like it just holy every single shit. one of those actors are committed to the bit the yeah. writing is impeccable the direction billy freaking holy shit i also have to give huge kudos throughout that movie actually to like the makeup crew too yeah because when buddy boy gets his fucking ass beat by the bikers when he shows back up at the house holy shit like yeah. he got brutalized i also like how then everyone just goes to bed <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite tired things of his, like, tired of his shit whatever man like here's your bag of frozen peas good luck <laughs> yeah. um, tired of his shit yeah, and yeah, they, no, hate no. E they all hate each other. They all hate each other. Everyone is an absolute piece of shit in this movie. <laughs> also, how big is that trailer? Huge. It's enormous. <laughs> Square footage changes depending on what the scene requires. It's enormous. They have room for an entire family room in there. It's nuts. <laughs> Full kitchen, an entire family room, and dining room. Yeah, everything. It's, it's enormous. It's enormous. <laughs> Um, like it looks like a big trailer, but I don't think it's no, that it's, big. It's, that's a that's that's a fucking <laughs> that's a movie magic that's a two bedroom guys. apartment. Seriously, um, wow. but anyway, just it's that trailer's bigger than your fucking last apartment in Toronto. Oh, absolutely, yeah, it is. It most certainly is. Uh, everybody in it's an absolute abysmal piece of shit, but you still can't help but watch the entire thing unfold. Even Juno Temple, you'd say she's a piece of shit. She's the least piece of shitty of the piece of shits. <laughs> That's it's fair. still not great. You're rooting for absolutely no, <laughs> no one. one. You just no need one. to know what happens. You just to need them. to find out what happens. <laughs> and by God, you do. Anyway, if you haven't seen Killer Joe, get yourself a, go order a 12-piece bucket of KFC, <laughs> K4IC. Get yourself two sides. Make sure it's the macaroni and cheese, too. The mac and cheese is great. Anyway, the point is, get yourself some KFC, sit there, eat it, 
and try to finish it before you get to the actual K4SC scene of this movie, because at that point, you want to put it down and never touch the stuff again. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't know. I had no idea. I'm I, surprised I, known, I knew nothing about Killer like, Joe. I definitely thought you would catch on when I was like, yo, let's get some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Nothing. Nothing could have prepared me. <laughs> For anything that happened to that movie. I knew nothing. It was perfect blind watching. Yeah. Anyway, it's sitting in the middle. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying it's anything, but it is killer Joe. I'm just it, uh, I'm just glad you had own. a good you had a good blind watch. <laughs> I did. Last, the last time I recommended people go into this movie blind, True, I almost you, got thrown you, out of yeah. a movie club. <laughs> you, you, you created an entire set of rule books. I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, it was forever changed you after. You finally pushed the limits. I you did. went too far. I did. I did. Shout out to uh, OG, OG super fans, yes. Brad, Mason, and Michael. Oh, big ups to them. Yeah, big they, ups to they, them. They and supporting, the supporting my, dis- they were, they, they were the OG movie club. They supported yeah. my decision with yeah. Killer Joe. And uh, they had your back after they, they did not have my back after that. Oh, <laughs> super fan. No, we're, you get, you get put down a peg. You're now just fan. Nah, there's super fan. There's super fans. There's super fans. They could it's... not follow me down. I did that to myself. You had to fall on your own sword. I did. I oh. did. Well, if there's any sword to fall on, it is it is for Killer Joe. It's a worthy sword. <laughs> God, rest in peace, Billy Friedkin. Jesus Seriously, Christ, man. We, lo- we lost a good one. Fuck. Tracy Letts is so, he's so nice and ladybird, but he wrote this. <laughs> oh, we'll talk more about Tracy Letts in a little bit, too. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Carry on, Dave. I want to watch Killer Joe again. You have it. You can watch it as many times as you want. I watched it with some some of the commentary. How <laughs> that? It's nutty. Was it better than that fucking uh, that fucking Q and A we watched? Yes. God. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Harry Knowles. Yeah. Yeah. He fuck Harry Knowles. You can burn in hell. Ah, <laughs> uh, what was my man? I remember. Uh, it's a film called Dreamin' Wild, and it stars. Casey Affleck, Ooh. Uh, Walton Goggins, Ooh. Zoe Deschanel, hey. and Bo Bridges. Nice. It's a hell of a fucking cast. As well as Jack Dylan Glazer and Noah Jupe. Jesus. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. Jupe. Close so uh, it's based on a true story of uh, the Emerson family. Um, the two boys uh, recorded an album called the titular dreaming wild and they thought the dad like put a lot of money into it like sold part of the farm like he bet on it and it didn't go anywhere and then years later it gets rediscovered and it starts going viral and then it becomes a big deal huh and they start getting royalties and stuff and Chris Messina's in it and he's the best Chris and um, yeah it just kind of goes it just kind of goes from there and it kind of jumps back and forth between like the present and the the past and the past and it's it's well made and the acting is very good it's just kind of like eh oh like partway through you're just like Okay. Right. And just like there's some others like because the brothers were involved in the making of the film, or at least the one brother is involved in the making of the film. So it's not that it's rose colored glasses. It's just that like there's the darker stuff 
that they don't really get into. Oh, uh, okay. So it's just kind of like, it's just kind of like fractured memories. Mm. And like, you see it kind of there. So like, if you know the story, then you're like, oh yeah, that's that. Oh yeah, that's that. But if you don't know, like me, then you're just like, okay. So they only like scratching the surface of what really happened. Uh, it's not that they're, they're just not going more. They're mm. just not going deeper on certain yeah. elements. Got it. Cause they, they, they like glaze over him trying to get, become a, a big superstar type thing. They glaze over like the effect it had on the family type thing. They glaze over, uh, the other brother and what he was doing. Oh, all right. Like, it's just very, it's not a bad movie. It's just kind of like, you're like, maybe you, you, you could have amped up some parts. Right. Makes sense. Could have amped up some parts, but the music is, is well done. Like, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a great movie. Right. And it could have been great. Mm. And like you said, like the cast is aces. Yeah. And like, if Walton Goggins shows up, I'm there. Obviously. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm, yeah. I'm there for Uncle Baby Billy. I will be there. With bells on, but yeah, and Zoe, my, and Zoe, one, of my, one of my first, my first Hollywood crushes. Zoe. Oh, that's so cute. She's marrying a property brother now. That's less cute. <laughs> Tony, for my meh, which I am now labeling instead of meh, I'm labeling as the second best. Sure. Uh, you guys have both seen it, and we've both talked at length about this. Is so it I Killer Joe? I thought it would be. An interesting view to see what I thought of this movie. Go on. I'm talking about Asteroid City. Hey. Hey now. Okay. Okay. Talk to me, Goose. It is the most out there Wes Anderson movie ever. Yeah. And that's saying something for a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. It's 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 fucking out there. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's, a big swing. It's a, it's, it's a swing. the most meta he's ever been. Yeah. It's yeah. a swing, all right. I uh I liked it. Did I you? liked it. Hmm. There was points where I was just like, okay, Wes, where are you going, buddy? Yeah. Like where where's this going? Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I really fucking enjoyed it. I loved the sets. The sets were so beautiful that it was very vibrant colors the mm -hmm. camera is very wes anderson it's fucking on a goddamn dolly just swim or zipping back and yeah. forth the slider if you will um and it was just it was just very wes anderson yeah that seems to be what he's been doing for the last little bit yeah really leaning into it really like there was some there were some parts where i was kind of like I'm not really sure what's happening. Yeah. Like I had to explain the whole movie to Melissa because Melissa halfway through, she's like, Tony, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, I don't really know what's going on either. And then I started to explain it to her and she was just like, I still don't get it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I didn't really explain it to you properly, but like, this is yeah, how I'm taking not, it. It's not that hard to no, but to grasp, but it's like a layer within a layer within a layer. You have yeah, to be three layers down. Yeah. Maybe even no, four. No, no offense to Melissa. It's a movie you got to pay attention to. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> but don't speak ill about my uh, my say, wife. I didn't say anything ill. No, you you have a point though. It's not you can't not you can't you can't you got to be really paying attention. You got to be really like looking at the characters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When Brian Cranston shows up in the in the 
colored world. <laughs> yeah. That wild. Was, that was wild. <laughs> when he's just like, I'm not supposed to be here. Wait a minute. And I'm then when they and then yeah. when they open it and they go into yeah. the black and white. Yeah. Uh, again, choice. Yeah. Um but I can see why you guys weren't really on board. You guys were kind of like eh about it. Yeah. It's not it's not his best work for sure. It was too much is the way yeah. that I felt about it. But I applaud him for doing something new. Mm, sure. And I applaud him for um, just like embracing his his yeah. weirdness. He gets uh, points for originality. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, Jeff Goldblum playing an alien. Come on. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> when I saw it in the credits, I, I was like, I was kind of mad at first, but then I was just like, okay, where's Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> you enjoyed his one line. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I saw the alien come out and I was like, is that, is that Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Uh, but it was good. I really enjoy. I I wouldn't say I really enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it for I enjoyed it for what it was, and I enjoyed it for just how original and fresh. Nice. We're seeing the same cookie cutter bullshit in Hollywood. You know, I'm always on my soapbox saying cookie cutter bullshit in Hollywood needs to go, yeah, and we need more, long. and we need more originality. Absolutely. Um. So definitely, see. I would say definitely seek this one out. Wes Anderson is definitely a fucking originality absolutely in himself and uh he's got his new one coming out soon too yeah yeah the short film yeah. the short film yeah the short film yeah really excited for that yeah so that's worth it yeah it's, it's worth it with you it's worth yeah. it yeah i'll yeah, buy yeah. the i'll buy the criterion oh it's i'm fun. already i've already got a pre-order nice <laughs> nice oh, my isle of dogs criterion already it's fair Jeffrey Wright too, like fuck he, man, he, he's, like he's one of the best parts of that movie. <laughs> Easily one of the best parts of that movie. He's so good, so so good. And I like, I really like the scene with uh, is it Schwartzman and Margot Robbie? We were talking. Yeah, I really on like the balcony on the or balcony on the outside the theater outside thing? the yeah. theater. Yeah. yeah, I really yeah. like that too. And also, I just you know, it's it's been a bit since I've seen something properly with Schwartzman in it, so that's been nice. Schwarzman was so fucking good. Schwarzman's always fucking good. Makes me want to watch that. Oh, what the fuck was that show? Oh, Bored to Death. Thank you. That was. I it. have That's all three seasons. Yeah. Blue, Excellent. Right? It's a good show. I haven't watched that it's since wild. since it came out. But yeah, I remember it's being just wild. nutty. I really want to watch Rushmore. Mm, I, after watching that, I really want to watch Rushmore I again. I I could always watch Rushmore. Yeah, I need to show it to Melissa. I don't think I've actually ever seen Rushmore. You should. Well, that is. Uh, I think I started at the Royal Tenenbaums and went up from there. I think you this should, is a good you time go to go back to Rushmore. Yeah, yes. go back to Bottle Rocket though. I haven't seen Bottle Rocket in forever, and I want to have the Criterion, but Rushmore is where it's at. Just, All just right. drop your mic, right. put on your headphones. Me and Dave will just carry on. You got and the rest of this. That's fine. I'll just, tell you the uh, movies I wanted to talk about. I'll give you my points. You, you, go. you got what you got. What we I got wanted this. to say. It is straight up one of my favorite movies of all time. Interesting. Okay. High praise. There's your high praise. That's fair. I'll take it. I quoted it. it in my wedding vows. That's how much I love that movie. Yes, you did. It was my yearbook. It was my uh, grade 12 yearbook. Uh, You're super lame. Quote. You should. I should bring out my grade 12 oh, yearbook. No. It's, <laughs> it is a... I went, it's a, it is a capital C choice yeah. what some of these people use as their, as oh, their quotes. Yeah. Uh, we went, uh, my girlfriend and I went through my like grade 11 and 12 yearbooks just kind of like looking at, oh man. Yeah. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, don't it's, do it. I think I'm pretty happy with my grade, 12, my grade 12 yearbook. Quote. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Uh, no, it was Departed. Oh. Of course it was. 
The tracks for Tony. That actually, tracks. actually, no. The fact that it wasn't something from Scarface does That's not track true. for Tony. It was actually between Departed and Scarface, uh, and a, the girl beside me said, "Use Departed." Yeah, that that makes <laughs> that more tracks. Sense. That feels right for Tony. That tracks. Yeah. But yeah, some of the other. Somebody quoted Donald Trump. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, Chef's no, kiss. You know what? Chef's kiss. If you look at the guy, you're like, yep, that, that, that tracks. tracks. <laughs> he's, he's, he's wearing a red baseball cap now. <laughs> that, that, that totally tracks. Speaking of, if uh, the Playhouse ever plays Scarface, uh, we're, we're going. going. We're okay, going. Cool. That was a no question. No right. question. Excellent. Because that was excellent. So fucking good. So, so good. You got to come this time. Yeah, I know. For three hours. Can't have rooftop. Palma. Can't have rooftop. Uh, oh, I beers, know. Though. And rooftop ceviche. Yeah. <laughs> that's where our love for ceviche came no, from i don't want to talk about ceviche ever <laughs> best best uh well it's thematically on point with our main topic but i i gotta talk about ford v ferrari yes you do because uh, after watching our main movie that we're talking about today uh i immediately went home and watched this because i needed something that was better um spoilers ford v ferrari I okay, so we saw that at TIFF. We did eight thirty in the morning. Eight thirty in the fucking morning. We did, and then we hustled out because we had to get in line for Joker. Indeed, we did. But man, holy! I I still remember that. Also, that was a banger TIFF year. There was absolutely nobody that could ever question that TIFF year. It was that perfect. was a good TIFF year. Um, Ford v Ferrari, still so fucking incredible. I believe like, it. Jesus Christ. It won those Oscars for a reason, man. Absolutely. And it deserved every single one of them because like, holy sh- like it's such a well-crafted movie. So good. That is like focused on all the right things. It's the right balance between the actual racing, the building of the cars, the loudness of vehicles, the like the last act being the entire Le Mans is fucking insane. Well, it's called Le Mans 66 in Europe. Yeah. It's not called Ford v Ferrari. Yeah. But like it's it's that entire third act is nuts. Like yeah. it's so shot in in car in camera like on the track with the cars like so good yeah. man. And the editing the sound, the sound, sound design the sound design, the sound design is incredible. Like it I, I bought the 4K just for the sound. Yeah. I I watched it so I watched it in 4K and I like I had my sound system cranked on it and it was just like Oh, your house would have been vibrating for sure. Vibrating. Oh, like I it love was, it. It sounded amazing. When they when they uh when they first started and they the first GT40 that had the um the V8 in it and then they get the the next one then the V10 and like holy shit it's so much louder and uh yeah just you know the camaraderie tracy letts <laughs> tracy letts as henry ford the second uh ex- that's the yes the tracy letts of it all uh he's great as henry ford the second uh what the fuck's his stupid name that plays his vp that limey fuck i can never remember his name i can always remember it's not his the punisher face. right is it josh mm-hmm. lucas is that who it is i think you I might like be it, right i feel like it's josh it's not lucas. john bernthal no not johnny bernthal John uh, John Bernthal's great uh, as I I forgot he was even in it. Uh, Josh Lucas, it is Josh Lucas. Uh, that okay, line fuck. Right. And Noah Jupe's in it. Yeah, Noah Jupe <laughs> is in it. Tracy Letts is in it. Josh Lucas has a habit of playing those fucking characters, he's and he's good very at being good a at playing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's excellent. Good at playing he's those excellent characters. at it. I, it made me just despise the man. Um, but like Christian Bale's 
and, oh, Matt, yeah. and Matt Damon are fucking excellent. Matt Damon yeah. doing all of the best Southern that he could possibly put on. As Matt Damon's a, Carol a Shelby. great fucking actor. He's so we good. take him for granted. He's so <laughs> so good. And Christian Bale is obviously great. There's you can't no, and he didn't really have to do much. He just got to you know be a little bit thinner and and speak in a British accent. He was fine. Well, he's I don't think he's allowed to lose as much weight as he had or put on for the as machines. much. As yeah, his, his his insurance company yeah, will not they can't let do him it anymore. <laughs> like no, he was the just man, like a little the man mean. Is, he wasn't too is, bad. He's a method actor for sure, but yeah. like I don't think he's allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, but no, just excellent. I I love that movie so much, and every time I watch it, I always I always feel like right after I need to go watch Logan, just and probably because it's Mangold, but still. But you're not going to feel that way with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Nope. <laughs> nope. I draw the line. Mangold can do some wrong, and has. I just but Ford v Ferrari is absolutely not one of the wrongs it is so fucking great so it's a, it's a dad movie though oh yeah ultimate dad movie <laughs> absolutely but it's it's very good yeah it's also long as fuck yeah it's two and a half hours but it, oof. but it like breezes by like i don't remember ever being bored during that movie there's a bit okay there's a bit uh before the third act before the le mans 66 race that does feel you're a little bit like holy fuck okay because like they go through the whole thing and then they go and race those cars but um christian bale's character doesn't get to go um and then there's this period where basically they redo the whole thing all over again he's got to reconvince him to come join the team again and i was just like fuck me how much time is left isn't that where they like beat the shit out of each other in the street yeah (laughs) with the groceries and stuff oh i fucking love that part yeah it's excellent but like just between that like when when matt damon goes back to ford to reconvince him to give him another shot sort of thing i was just like holy fuck how much time is left but then after that is there's no you're straight to the end there's no, uh, there's no passing go. I just remember when we saw it at TIFF, yeah. like a third of the audience just like walked out after the race because they thought the movie was over and they yeah. wanted to get in line for Joker and yeah. then they completely missed like the end. The and like, true ending that had all the heart in it. Right. Right. Yeah. And like for like those people, they'll probably, they'll probably go out and tell their friends, oh yeah, it was great. It was great. It was great. And then they will not know how it ended. Yeah. I remember that vividly. Yeah. They were like, oh great. They won. Out the door. Out the mm. door. No, 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 no. We still have to deal with. There's the a real. There's the wrenching thing that needs to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that that still hits so fucking hard. Even though like they telegraph it with the first crash that happens, and then you get to but you, you get to the actual. It. You, you it's should so see far it coming, away, but you, you know. don't. You don't because you saw it happen at yeah. the airport. You know exactly what happened. Yeah. And you then yeah. apparently though so. Here's the thing that I read afterwards because I started digging a little bit deeper down to Carol Shelby and, and uh, fuck, what the fuck is his name? <sighs> I'm going to feel bad if I don't. Ken Miles. There you go. Um, I started digging deeper down into that to actually see like kind of like what I did for Rush and like seeing how close their friendship was. Ford v Ferrari nailed most of it pretty yeah, well. That makes sense. Um, Carol Shelby was still alive, so I'm sure that helped as well. Um, he probably showed up at TIFF. Uh, no, he was dead by then. Oh, he was dead. Um, okay. But just in terms of like retelling that story and having anyway, um, the actual death. So they you don't see it. And then it's kind of just like a line afterwards that um, pops. Basically, it's just like yeah, some of them just don't make it out of the car sort of thing. Harkening back to the, the first crash that they show where he did make it out of the car. Uh, yeah, n- no, 
so much. That car ripped itself into a thousand pieces and he was ejected from the car and ripped into a thousand pieces. Like it was so much more violent than they let on. And I was like, oh, oh no. Okay, I like this version slightly better. Uh, but now you also have to know that fact. So have fun with it. Thanks. Great. That's, right. uh, that, right. that lived in my dreams for a bit, so now it needs well, to live in yours. That's a downer. Yeah, you're welcome. But anyway. It's a downer. It's still aces. Nightmares tonight brought to you by Ford v. Ferrari. Ford v. Ferrari and, and Mr. James. Dave, your best. I was going to say Killer Joe. And then, I, and then I was also like, I rewatched Oppenheimer, but we literally just talked at length about that. It's it only gets better with every watch. Um, so I guess I'm gonna go with another rewatch that I uh, that I um, watched. Rewatch that I watched another rewatch. Uh, this one uh, brought to you by our friends at uh, the Playhouse, uh, Basic Instinct, which nice. I went and saw in 35 millimeter. And Chef's Kiss. It's so good. It's so, so good. It was an R-rated cut because I've definitely seen it. And I was like, pretty sure this movie was longer. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's just, it's trashy as shit. And it's another movie where you don't want to root for anybody. <laughs> yeah. And like Michael Douglas is a piece of dog shit in this excellent movie. but he's so good yeah and sharon stone is just fucking with him the entire time sure and just like she's amazing in it yeah amazing yeah this was uh was it a 4k restoration or whatever that they did or i'm it... not too sure okay i'm not too sure it looked it looked a little beat up but uh like this is where sharon stone really nice. exploded yeah and like there's a reason for it it's not just for the fucking her crossing and uncrossing her legs it's she's fucking awesome yeah it. that that joined the zeitgeist but good for Saren Stone. and just and the, i i did ice picks get thrown away after this because i've never seen anyone ever use an ice pick and literally anytime ice comes out in this movie there's an ice pick absolutely <laughs> it is Dave, just... back then we didn't know any better you had to break off the chunk of ice <laughs> it's the 90s you had to break off the chunk dave you were so always throwing mustard you know? in in the library with, with the, the ice pick. pick. It's just, but it's it's so. No one died. It was just a lobotomy. It's so <laughs> trashy. Yeah, and just like noir, and the score is fucking. It was exploding out of the speakers. Nice, and just yeah, the deeper you get. And you just you don't really you like when Michael Douglas is first introduced. You're like, okay, cool, whatever. He just seems like a regular cop. And then you you get to learn more about him as the movie goes on. And yeah. you're just like, oh, he's a piece of shit. And then you're like, oh, he's even worse than I thought he was. And mm. like, there is no redeeming this son of a bitch. Yeah. And just. Yeah, it's fucking it's viciously violent. There is so much nudity in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a Ver Verohaven movie, like to the T. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. like with capital V Verohaven <laughs> movie. Yeah. And it. just yeah. I really I I liked it the first time I saw it earlier this year and I liked it even more when I watched it in 35. Nice. Nice. You guys missed out. Yeah. Do you have basic instincts? 
I do not. You do not? Okay. They haven't released it on 4K here. They did in the UK, but I didn't really, I wanted, I'm assuming somebody's going to bring it out. Yeah. Vinegar Syndrome. It would make sense as a Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. Nice. They already, they already did Showgirls. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean, man. <laughs> For my best. Dying, yeah. Uh, I have a film that none of you have heard of. Sure. <laughs> it is a film called Drug War. I have heard of Drug War. It is um, by a very prolific Hong Kong director. Uh, his name is Johnny Toe. Nice. Um, for some godly ass reason, I'm getting into a lot of Asia, Asian cinema. Cool. Specifically Hong Kong, Hong Kong action, action movies. Sure. And no uh, Korean? No a Korean. A little, little bit of light Korean, but mostly <laughs> Hong Kong. Um, I'm really starting to get behind John this this Johnny Toe guy. Yeah. Um, because he's done some wild shit. Yeah. And this movie is fucking wild. Yeah. Simple premise. Um, it is a drug um drug dealer with um they forgot what they're transporting. I think it's heroin. Mm. Gets caught. As you do. As you do, right? The fucking movie opens with uh a bus full of mules, yeah. basically, like going just traveling and then they get caught by the cops and then it's like a literally a fucking mass exodus of these people running um picture so, like so not literal mules no not little mules drug <laughs> mules obviously and they're at the border and they're all like fucking like scatter yeah and they're all like getting them and everything and then the next scene it's like the police have them in the hospital and they're literally just like giving them the bucket and like yeah. forcing them to shit out all these bricks of fucking heroin. Uh. <laughs> right. And then like the one scene, like the guy like has like a plate full of these things and he's literally yeah. just like rinsing off all the shit. It's, oh my God. Um, but this guy, so this guy gets caught um, and basically he turns into an informant mm -hmm. and they basically go after the cartel and it is literally like an adrenaline rush because it's, it will remind you a lot of, uh, infernal, uh, infernal affairs. Mm -hmm. Um, it will remind you a hell of a lot of hard boiled. Mm. Like they definitely, he definitely used some fucking John Woo magic because the whole end scene, like the end, like I would say like half an hour. Yeah. I'm not sure anyone re actually reloaded their gun. Huh? It was just like nonstop fucking pistol fights and like yeah, just yeah. like buddy lining a shot up and like they're yeah. killing this guy. They're killing this guy. Does he jump? He <laughs> I, there's, there's a little bit of jumping. There's a little bit of gunplay. Or, uh, or like going down the, the staircase, like the railing. <laughs> it's 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 a treat and it's actually yeah. like really really good like i found i found, just stumbled upon it it was nice. one of my uh it was one of my 2 a.m sure. bottom fucking scraping scraping the barrel of prime yeah and i found this movie and i'm so glad that i did because um this dir this director like he's he's got some good shit and nice. uh, i actually just picked up um the arrow special edition of running out of time which was yeah. also done by him um and I'm really excited to watch it. This guy, cool. this, this 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 guy's got got some good shit, and you should definitely check it out. And this movie yeah, yeah. is is definitely one of them. Excellent. I really really enjoyed it. I'm in. Yeah. So uh, That's that was dope. that was drug word. Blind detective is not. Oh really? It's not. It's not. Eh. No. Oh man. I saw that at TIFF, and yeah. 
he's got he's got this election it's, it's election like a, it's movie? like a romance it's it's more romantic and it's mm. oh it's not eh? i thought it would be that yeah <laughs> it's not that oh. <laughs> he's got he's got running out of time which yeah. is which is really good really good from the letterbox reviews that i've read uh election is another one he has a habit of just doing like one and two because he does like running out of time one and two election one and two um hmm. he's got another one called exile that me and you we've saw the trailer like way back when when we were going through our um hong kong action movie phase when we were teenagers um that i really want to check out be a phase that just should just be a it should be a permanent thing because like man like they're fucking good yeah so i'm uh i'm really excited to dive deeper into this director yeah and uh you guys should check out drug war it's on prime cool and i shall all right so that's our best my worst well done, everyone. Look at us go. Look at us shoving in all these movies. I'm proud of us. Um, You want to do a little shutter minute? Yeah, let's get fucking weird. Let's do it. Evil lurking deep inside. Its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the shutter minute. <laughs> Tony, you fucking love that thing. Okay, so um, this week marks the release of a little film that we saw at Fantasia called Perpetrator hmm. that we discussed at length. Yeah, that will be out on Shutter on September first. Yes, we fucking hated that movie we universally. Sure um, so I'm not going to go into it again. I didn't hate it. I just I wasn't a fan. <laughs> Just, just, so we all just hated agree. that movie. We all hated that movie. <laughs> all right. Um, so I decided to do a little bit of retro um, into my Shutter movie this year. There, this year, fuck this episode. Yeah. Uh, it is a film called Dolls okay. by a very prolific horror director. Uh-huh. He delivered the one-two punch of Reanimator and From Beyond. Nice. It is a man named by the name of Stuart Gordon. Oh, cool. Dolls is essentially. The, I would say, who did Toy Story? Pete, Doc, Pete, Pete Doctor? No, John Lasseter. John Lasseter. So John Lasseter in the 80s, he saw this movie called Dolls and he was just like, you know what? They're on, to, they're on to something. Yeah. I'm going to do that. But for kids. But for kids. Yeah. And that's what this movie was. Um, really simple premise. You know me. I love my simple premises. Sure. Um, this family... Um, they're driving to a, to uh, to go on vacation. They premises or premises. Premisei. Premisei. Anyway, semantics. <laughs> they're driving. They're going on vacation. Dad's a real piece of shit. The stepmother's an even bigger piece of shit. the The child is not understood. Um, they both hate the child. Obviously, the child just wants to be with his mother. Um, but it needs. But she needs to spend the summer with dad. And uh, their car gets something happens to the car. They get uh, derailed from their trip. The rain, there's coming in. There's rain, and they find this. They just find this house in a field. And they that seems normal. That seems normal, right? They break into said house uh, because they think it's that abandoned. Seems normal. Seems normal, right? And uh, all of a sudden, they find this. Uh, they find that the house is actually occupied by this this old couple. Oh, that has a lot of creepy fucking dolls. Oh, in uh, the place, 
And uh, from there, hilarity ensues. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. That's yeah. a good setup. Um, basically, dolls come alive. Dolls kill people. And uh, yeah. Is it goopy? It's super fucking goopy. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> that's the descriptor I like for my movies. It's like goop. If Stuart Gordon did it, it, uh, if well, it, it wasn't better goopy, be goopy. It better be goopy. Guys, the fucking doll effects yeah. like would literally put any CGI bullshit that you see here and what we get today to shame. To shame. Yeah. Like the the puppet the puppeteer of the um of the dolls are fucking fantastic. The that's movie awesome. is is at a brisk 77 minutes. Hey, <laughs> excellent. Throw it <laughs> right I'm now. In. Let's go. I'm fucking in. Honestly, if you take the if you take the gore away and you take some of like the the 80s sleaze away sure. from it, it's basically just like your it's like not, I would I would hold it up against like Labyrinth or like, you know, oh, Never Ending Story. Really? Like that it has that kind of feel to it, right? Yeah. Because like the little girl is the is the main character. She thinks right. the dolls are coming alive. No one fucking believes her, I yeah. guess, except for the Oh yeah, and I forgot to say a hitchhiker or a man with two hitchhikers show up and the man um just loves toys. But he's oh. but he's an adult and he can't admit right. that he loves toys. But you still got that like child feeling in there. Sure. So he obviously connects with the kid. Um, creepy. Super creepy. But uh, I never told you what happened to those hitchhikers. <laughs> I don't want to know. I want to go see this. I want to watch this movie. It's seventy seven minutes. I'm in. Do they I'm in. You don't need to tell me. It's it's a trip. Oh, cool. If you like Reanimator, if you liked From Beyond or anything Stuart Gordon has done. You'll definitely like this movie. Nice. I thoroughly fucking you, enjoyed it. Have you seen Reanimator? No. It's Man, a fucking trip. We need buddy. to watch Reanimator. Hey, October's coming up. Oh, that's good. Either that's that good or show. From Beyond, dude. You will not regret any of them. All right. He I is, can do both. I want to do all three. The only thing that I have against this movie is Jeffrey Combs is not in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's a piss off. Yeah. I was going to ask if he was in it and if Falcor was in it. Uh, Falcor is not in it. Unfortunately, what's the, what's the point? What's Throw the point? It <laughs> Chuck it in the bin. But there's this, this there's this transformation scene, and the transformation scene is fucking incredible. Tony, you already sold us on yeah, that. I know. You, I you know. struck gold already, buddy. It's You're good. I just need. Go- I just. I just. I just need to tell the audience that, like, you know, like. You sold practical it. effects are still good. Stop slamming on my table. I'm sorry. I just. Mm. I just. I just fucking hate CGI. Well, you don't have to. For horror movies, man, oh. practical. Yeah. Practical. In camera, practical. I think, I think CGI can be used to enhance things in the right way. I don't think this should be overly heavily relied on. I think it should be a mix between both. Yeah. I mean, we live in an age where we can do a lot of things with computers. Why not embrace that a little bit? But I'm old school, buddy. I'm old school when it comes to horror. Practical that's effects. Fair. And you can be, and that's yeah. fine, but I just, you know. That's the hell I'm gonna die on. Well, that's certainly a choice. <laughs> but it was a good shutter. It was a good shutter. Uh, shutter week. Uh, see dolls. It's on shutter. Nice. And uh, yeah. Sweet. 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 It's on my list. Seventy-seven minutes. Man. Absolutely. You could squeak that in right after this episode. I can. 
you want to talk about our main thing? Yes, let's talk about the main thing that the got delayed. Event. The main event that got delayed by two weeks, and yes. but they ran previews and still counted it towards the opening weekend. Fucking the bastards! Grand Torino. Sorry, Turismo. Turismo. Grand Turismo. Did you guys Torino. ever play it? I yes, did. I yeah. did. It came. Uh, it came with. Uh, did you guys get it with your PS2? Mine no. Came, oh yeah. I, yeah, mine came with my PS2. It was like oh, okay. the, the game that was bundled. We didn't get a bundled one, mm. but we got Tony Hawk. I remember. That's great. Uh, I remember playing it and being overwhelmed by it. Like I had Gran Turismo. I guess it was Gran Turismo. I think it was four Ace back. Yeah, that sounds right. Gran Turismo four. Came it wasn't PS2. the first one. It was a couple of. It, it was, was, it was the one that came with. Then. Yeah, it was. A, it was the greatest hits version that came out with the PS2 bundled, and I think it was. It was a spec. I remember that. Um, and I just remember starting that game up and being like, "Oh, this is gonna be like fucking Rush," because I was still a young kid. I, this was my next system after the N64 was a PS2. Yeah, and uh, it is not that. It is a very, very difficult and very, very involved uh, racing simulator. simulator. But like, I didn't know that as a kid. I was young. I was dumb. It was. It was in the title. It's like not the ultimate driving simulator. Not then. Not then. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was still trying to make its roots as like it obviously was built as a driving simulator. But I think Sony was still trying to play it off as a game at the time. Like it didn't hit the popularity that it was at by the time this movie what the kid like what the the players are playing in this movie of like it's so beyond where even that was um but yeah i remember it being incredibly challenging yeah that's uh, why i never got into it yeah I, I remember playing it on ps ps1 and i remember my buddy had it yeah and he told me that if i was going to play it i had to play it with the wheel because it was on dog shit with the it's controller dog shit on controller because yeah. he pulled it he pulled out his fucking wheel yeah. and like the pedals and stuff and it was yeah. like infinitely better yeah because like it is a fucking it's real a sim. simulator it's a right? sim. so it would make sense so yes to answer your question yes okay okay yeah. okay did you I, ever play it no i i, I played it yeah couldn't get into yeah. it because i yeah it's we a, all played it because it's played not it a vari- variations yes. of it because yes. it wasn't yeah, because I wasn't prepared yeah. for the yes for the level the, the level of yeah that I would be into exactly in it. like my buddy's dad loves that franchise. That's fair, and like I would love to hear what he thinks of this movie. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not much. Yeah, but uh, the short uh, short and sweet synopsis is based on a true story. Based on a true story, they. Uh, they decide to do a marketing gimmick where uh, they pull the best racers, the best Gran Turismo racers in the world together to compete, uh, to actually race for realsies. And, yeah. you know, it just goes from there. Yeah, it follows that story, right? Like it's, it's it, the marketing is done by Nissan and they bring a bunch of sim racers together and try to get them to a point where they can race in a real a real environment, Race. yeah. A true and prove that the game you could train you could, in the game, yes. and you could your use in-game those game hours translate to real world scale. Yeah. And uh, Orlando Bloom is in it. He scored 
gorgeous. And and David Harbour's in it. Also gorgeous. Playing the same character that he always plays. He's good at it, man. He's good, yeah, at, he it. good at he's it. He's good at it. Really, he I really like Dave the Weaver. He he he's the best part of the movie easily, yeah. and he's he's good at it. Yeah, yeah. he's good at it. Uh, Jamon Hunsu is in it. Oh yes, yes. Ooh, I was I like, hey, it. he's here. I, I love I love when I see him. He's always just I just like seeing him. He's a nice dude. I just want to give him a hug every time. Yeah, I see him. right. I feel I always feel bad about Blood Diamond when I see it, though. Why? Just but the not, movie in general. But not huh. Amistad. Also Amistad. <laughs> I try to forget about Amistad, Dave. Question. Spielberg. I know it's great. Question. Yeah, I did love. I did love some of the Easter eggs in it from like the games and stuff. Sure. Um, did they ever fucking go like full Need for Speed and Gran Turismo with the fucking cop stuff? Okay. That was strange. Because that was talk, very that was very like let me talk, let me, before yes. you guys get there. Fucking Jerry Hallowell was the mom. Did you guys know that? I didn't I did like, not know like, that, but that's fucking, wild. Fucking ginger spice was the mom. The that's whole wild. the whole time I was like, I recognize her from something. Yeah. And then when the credits were playing, I saw Jerry Hallowell. I was yeah. like, no fucking way. Yeah. And then sure enough, letterbox, I was like, how the fuck did I not know that? Yeah. Yeah, like it took. I didn't recognize her at first, and then like partway through, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's Jerry Hallowell." Uh, <laughs> Such a random choice. Okay, James, go. Yeah, <sighs> this movie had a lot of all over the placeness going on, of like ideas that they started and then just did away with. Did away with one being yes. There's this get away from the cops thing. nothing to do with anything other than to prove that he has racing skill sure whatever fine he can drive a car fast uh but during that they had these like pop-ups a goal or like achievement unlocked sort of thing like almost like you're earning like an in-game trophy like it's a video game right and then that never came back again except for the other weird little game elements like i kind of liked how they like kind of kept you during any of the racing segments, you kind of knew where people were because they would do these like sort of like overlays of like in whatever place it was or whatever. Yeah, but, and then they'd have it in the corner, and then you would see the part. Like, yeah, but see like, it the like style as if you were changed driving. from whoa, fun video game thing to very white letters and these little like, like what Gran blue... Turismo would look like. Yes, so it was just like what, what the fuck is this? Yeah, where did this come from? Why is this here? And then why did we never talk about it again? Yeah. And then I also found like it didn't quite know what it wanted to. If that movie wasn't racing, it didn't know what the fuck it was doing. Yeah, that's fair. Like the the actual like character moments, fucking hated it. Like yeah. I could not stand most of the dialogue. Oh, some of it was like really fucking dramatic. Like me and Melissa would look over at each other and be like, "What the fuck so is this?" Bad. And also, <laughs> we're gonna say that. And I mean, I so something happens and someone ends up in the hospital. Well, the main character doesn't end up in the hospital, uh, and you know, his his parents are distraught by the entire thing, but they just don't immediately get on a plane it's just man. like ignored phone calls later oh, like, he's got a movie james he's got a movie he's got a movie man oh god no i don't know why the cgi looks so bad in that scene bad. it looks so bad considering the cgi so looks bad looks pretty pretty good pretty crisp for throughout yeah. the movie 
I don't know why that scene specifically looks terrible. Oh, the car, yeah. like, just, like, kind of, like, yeah. Yeah. what I don't the fuck? I, when I first saw it, I was like, what yeah. the hell is it? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. All of, the, all of that said, I didn't, I was okay with, like, when it was like, yo, this is, this is the player. Oh, I was okay, I was with, okay with it. I was okay with don't that. Don't get me wrong. But, like, when, when he's... When he's playing the game and all of a sudden, like the car, the car would forms build around, around him, yeah. Or later when the car disintegrates and then he's playing the game again, yeah. I was like, "Okay, guys, come on, we get it, <laughs> we get it." I thought, I thought the CG for that was very cool. I liked when they again, Chris, not when they built the car, when they exploded the car. I thought that was very cool. I liked yeah. the way that they did that and then rebuilt it again. I thought that was well done, well crafted. It looked crisp. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I don't have a problem with those elements that they added. I just don't understand the tonal shift and the fact that, like, you did one thing and then you just said, great, that was for one scene only and we'll never do it again. That's it's fair. like, pick, pick one. Um, did you like the car cam when it goes, like, full Gran Turismo mode when yeah. the car races? Yeah. yeah. When this movie is racing, I liked it. Yeah. When it's not, I don't like it. I hated everything about the training montage. I thought the training montage was fun. Fucking garbage. So would you say that it was so like I was supposed to like connect and care about some of these other drivers? I didn't give a fuck about any of them. Not even, even, not who, even who the cutie from Never Have I Ever. Don't care. <sighs> no one was worth it. He's so cute. Paxton. No Paxton, one was worth Paxton it. Paxton Hall Yoshida. <laughs> like even even the rival that they built up during the training thing. I didn't give a fuck about it. That's him. who we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Paxton Hall fucking, Yeah. See, I don't even know his fucking name. <laughs> that's not that's his that's name on the his, show. Yeah. yeah. Would you say when it's Gran Turismoing? Yes, it's great. It's great, but when it's not Gran Turismo, it's not great. Darren Barnett, that's his name. Darren Barnett. Yeah. So it's the classic. It's the classic trope of a video game movie. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. When they're trying to do anything else, and even it, I, I had a little bit. I didn't go in with the highest expectations of this movie. I knew it was going to be a race movie. Fine. And it's going to be a video game movie. Sure. But I had a little bit of a higher hope because it was at least based on something that actually did happen. And I kind of knew that like the the guy did the driving stunt work for him and he's a legit racer. He's oh yeah, in... he did that. He did the stunt work. That's awesome. So awesome. <laughs> and like he's a legit racer on the circuit does great. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe we'll no. Fuck no. Stories, no. And also, uh, they... You seem very bitter about this. Yeah, because I just... I was just eye-rolling constantly. I was just like, can we just fucking get back to a race? Because, like, I just didn't care about the melodrama. It was so bad and so over the top. And I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't connect to anybody. That's fair. All right. But when I was racing... When you get to the third act, when you get to the Le Mans race, the Le Mans race, fucking excellent. It was not, solid. Ford, not Ford v Ferrari excellent, but no, but it was good. Like I was like legitimately like I I could see myself and I could feel myself feel different at the different spots of that movie. When it was in between races, I was like I was a little bit like pinching my nose a little bit. My eyes were rolling. I was kind of just like oh, whatever. And then when that race hit, I was like glued to it. I was like, yes, let's fucking go. And like, I was, you know, cheering it on and everything else. And like my theater fucking erupted when he won, hmm. like erupted in applause. He didn't even win. Well, 
spoilers he didn't win he succeeded sorry, sorry when he got on the platform yes he succeeded he placed when he placed podiumed lamon and like my theater erupted when that happened i had a couple of claps it was busy yet we all saw it on yes. sunday when was it national was, uh, theater day national theater day where every movie was four bucks so it was very it was much mm-hmm. more packed than i expected it to be at 10 30 at night on a sunday yeah yeah and it sounded good too. Like I like the sound yep. a lot. Tony, you saw it in 40X. I did. I did. Thoughts? Uh well, I took an edible before the movie. Excellent. And uh I think Melissa said it the best. The car goes room. The car goes room. <laughs> yes. Car goes room. The movie would have been a hell of a lot more boring if we didn't see it in 40X. I think 40X really enhanced it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not share your opinion. I do not think. I thought it was good, harmless fun. And it was a crowd. It's basically a crowd pleaser movie. I guess. Um, watching the Lamaze race, the Lamaze race. Um, Le Mans. Le Mans. Um, reminded me a lot of Ford V Ferrari. Very. Um, reminded me a lot of the Steve McQueen Le Mans movie mm. that I desperately want to fucking see now. Um, that's really all I gotta say. Like the forty X was fucking great. Like, like listening to Melissa laugh because she's so like she's so disoriented because the car, the fucking chair is like whipping you around, man. Like seriously, Cineplex, like seatbelts, man. Like, come on. (laughs) This was the first time I saw a forty X movie where I wasn't on the end, so I wasn't getting thrown around. (laughs) As much, yeah. Um, I feel like you get like whipped around when you're on the end, yeah. Um, but like the movie, the movie doesn't carry enough when you when your chair isn't moving, you fucking notice. You yep. notice, and you're just like, okay, when's the chair gonna start moving again? Yeah, that's because what I, mean. I am not, I'm not into this. And yeah. like, like I was rolling my eyes at some of the dialogue too. Like, I think it was over dramatic. Like, um, David Harbor's fucking emotional uh, peaks, peaks. I would say, like sure. when he's trying to like hype him up and shit and get on him. Um, I thought that was like over the top and like so unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, David Harbour was the best part of the movie. He I agree. outside outside of him, I would say Orlando Bloom is just kind of there. He was just kind of there. This is a walking act. Orlando Bloom ever not just kind yeah, of I been guess. there? Like yeah. like sure just, Legolas, but like Did you guys get the thing in the just before the movie started? Uh it was one of like the Cineplex, whatever the fuck they have like those interviews or whatever that role. I wasn't there early enough for it. All right. There was, did you, were you there early enough? I might have saw some of it. It was the, the main kid. He was kind of talking about how, uh, they apparently like Orlando Bloom was just supposed to be a cameo. Yeah. But then they extended his entire part. That would, that would make sense. That would make sense. More of a big deal in it. Yeah. I would check out. And I was like, yeah, I guess that checks considering how he kind of just fades in and out of this movie randomly. Literally just gets dropped in and out. Doesn't yeah. like do anything to change. Some brutal ADR. Some just, yeah. I mean, he. I guess he acts. Um, there's he's, that. He's that pretty. Fucking, the, huh? He's, he's pretty. pretty. The there's that moment where like right at the beginning where he's like going to the list of like chief engineers that he can call before he gets to David Harbour's character, um, and that was just a weird scene. Like, I what. 
I don't even I had so many problems with that whole montage because like from that moment from the moment of go for this thing where he's like putting the team together and he's getting everyone in the academy everything was so quick and so choppy that it never gave you a moment to to just be in it it just the entire thing was a montage that's fair until until that one crash where he ends up being proven right and yada 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 that's the only moment that they let stay everything else was like let's go we're going people are being cut who they're going they're going and it's just like what the fuck like that's fair well they wanted to show a lot yeah a lot happens sure anyway tony was about to say it but yeah it is very much a promo for Nissan. Oh yeah, yeah. For PlayStation. Oh yeah, literally. and for Gran Turismo. Oh yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, how much ad money do you think oh, these guys are yeah. getting? Like, fuck me. Like, I understand. Like, it is a Sony movie, so it's, like yeah. they're just like promoting their own shit. But like, it's Nissan, a PlayStation really? Studio movie. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, and like, and they kept focusing on. It's a big circle the, jerk. The different literally. brands on the the yeah, jackets yeah, 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 yeah. and like the cars. Puma was another big one. Oh, too. Puma was yeah, a very Puma big was one. huge. They yeah. spent big money on that. Of course. Like it was always, it was very like spot the PlayStation logo. That's true. Where is it on this helmet? Where is it on the car? Yeah, it was. There's a couple of bits that I was like, okay, this is egregious now, guys. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. on now. Come on, let's dial it back. Let's dial it back. All of this to say, yeah. when you're chewing it out, I was just fine with it. It was entertaining enough. It kept me awake at 10:30 at night, and I didn't need, I didn't need a D box seat or an A or a 40x seat. I was just sure. It was fine. It was harmless. It would be, it's it would harmless be a, fun. It would be if I was to put it on best male worst. It would be in meh. Yeah. Like it's fine. Like I think if I watched it here. Even with the sound up, I don't think I would have. I think it would have been not very good. Yeah. And like Archie, that's his name. I just had it. Archie Medequi. Yeah. Like he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. It's. There was so much fine. fine. Yep. That's that. That would be my review would be it's fine. And I do agree with you with like the motifs and not sticking with them. Mm because i did think the police when i was like this is strange so odd very odd this yeah. is so odd and also and yeah. the the romance where he's keeps keeps being on instagram i was like the relationship with his brother right. i don't even that just there's a lot that's just like and like the rivalry with the other uh team oh yeah with the, uh, the gold the lamborghini boys yeah yeah kappa yeah kappa thank you like he's he's a real piece of shit but yeah whatever yeah i don't know there's there's some very exciting moments in it it seems very choreographed but the whole time valid the whole time i I was i was like i wanted to watch other racing movies yes that was exactly it i would have wanted to watch days i was thinking about days of thunder Thunder. i was thinking about another one i was thinking ferrari and when you watched it i i totally forgot that when i was sitting in the theater i was like i'm gonna go home and watch ford v ferrari instead i came i came home and watched you were so not invited to my bat mitzvah oh god <laughs> yeah no not terrible <laughs> that's good news surprisingly i've been seeing that movie floating around and was like i don't know what this is but that's good news uh 
yeah, no, that's what it made me want to do. I wanted to watch the more consistently solid racing movie. Yeah. Days of Thunder would have been a good excellent choice, a second choice to that, because not that it's great. No, it's not a but it's, it's not a great pretty movie, fucking, but, it, uh, it's, but yeah. the racing is it's amazing. Excellent. Because yeah. it's Tony Scott. Yeah. The action, again, in-car shit, man. That practical at, at level. And I know even Ford v Ferrari used quite a bit of CG, but still. Well, this one you this one was practical in parts. Yeah. A lot of a lot of Nissan GTRs. So here's my question to kind of bring it home. Mm-hmm. Neil Blom, Blomkamp. Hui, yeah. Could you tell it was made by him? Nope. Can you like? Does he have like a signature look? Like I know he got. I know there's a a viral interview with him where he kind of like chewed the guy's ass because he asked about district nine or like not living up to the hype of district nine ever since but it's like he hasn't like everyone loved district nine because it's awesome but everything since then like fucking chappy Fucking, fucking Elysium. Chappie. Elysium. Fuck, I haven't who, thought about that movie what, in years. Was it Die Atwood? Is that who is that who's in Chappie? Die Antwoord. Die Antwoord. Die Antwoord, yeah. 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 Fucking Chappie. What a fucking fuck. yeah. And like demonic. I think it's called demonic. It I it's a step in the right direction, but it was still pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. I, like it yeah. just wasn't Chappie bad. But like I just I don't know what this guy's he doesn't have to me he doesn't have like a a signature look to his films or a style like to me when i think of neil blomkamp i think of district nine immediately and i guess i just think because of like you know elysium and and Chappie, i think of like sci-fi yeah i was just i was like just about to elements say. of robots or some sort of alien or some sort of Future, futuristic futuristic like alien sci-fi yeah. but grounded in some yeah. kind of grittiness mm. some grounded sort of in, like in poor like versus rich not too distant future kind of thing and rich versus that. poor you're right yeah, yeah a rich versus poor class classes the classes like based because he's south african apartheid sort of mismatch of ideas, but not yeah, a specific, that's, that's, but not that, a specific like you just, look. You just described District Nine, yeah, <laughs> and also Elysium, and also Chappie. Um, I can't remember much about Chappie. There's not much to remember, but that those, those themes are still there. Yeah, um, but it's more it's more themes than it is like a look or a style or a, a thing. And like honestly, if you if we hit directed by and it wasn't Neil Blomkamp's name, I would have been like, sure, yeah. I would say the only thing that's resembling a Neil Blomkamp movie would be your themes, right? Because the overall themes of, of District 9, of Elysium, of Chappie is about the classes, yeah. right? If I guess and these the, are the underdogs, this an movie, underdog story. It's yeah. obviously an underdog classes, rich versus poor kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But that's the only thing that's tying it together. And it's not a real, real like original... Not- theme right yeah. it's not it's not even the strongest theme that's running exactly this movie. Like, you, you you see that i'm yeah. pulling at strings yeah. here yeah. right yeah. to try and connect blomkamp to this yeah. and uh yeah. yeah no i if it if you didn't see his name you wouldn't have been able to tell you could have yeah. put up chad kroger and i've been like oh i guess he's making movies now <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly such a such a sort of like 
don't know. There's no flair or style. It's just like some like of the racing scenes are cool, like but yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's just fine. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Yeah, I knew it was him, and I was like, I'm looking for does something. It matter? Yeah, and like, it's just it it's just so unfortunate, right? Because like you see district nine and you're like, holy shit, like this guy like has a yeah. future. Right. And it just hasn't really panned out. He hasn't lived up to his hype basically. And I feel yeah. like he's been chasing district nine. That's, ever what, since. That, that's what the viral interview is. Yeah. So they yeah. ask him about that. Yeah. And he yeah. gets very upset. Oh, for sure. <laughs> right. Because like he's, he, he, yeah. he even fucking knows it and he probably doesn't want to talk about it. He just wants to make movies and that's he's tired of, of his reputation, like fucking fucking him out of movies. That's one of those. You captured lightning in a bottle once. Yeah. It's hard to make that happen twice. And you know, maybe this is maybe this is kind of his way of like you know what maybe i don't need to like just because like it you know we followed it with elysium he followed that with chappy and like well he was supposed to make alien five right and then fucking ridley scott decided to make fucking alien covenant no alien covenant covenant that's right (laughs) god sure sure buddy great great work did you see a thing recently that he like regrets making was it uh i guess it might have been prometheus over no, 2049. It was co- I think it was, it was Covenant. Covenant. Over 2049, yeah. yeah. He well, said he should have made Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah, except it wouldn't have been as good. Nope. And then don't we, miss. And we would have been on the the fourth version, the fourth director's version or blueprint version by now. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Anyway, sorry, just thinking about directors and. No, and like Ridley Scott fucked him over and. He also was supposed to make the Halo movie, and that's why District 9 has a Halo f- feel to Vibe, it. yeah. And he got fucked out of that, too. Yeah. And, like, I feel for the guy. I do, too. But at the same time, it's like... Maybe this is... You know what? Maybe this is a step in the direction of just kind of, like, breaking away from that. And like, stop trying to chase the dragon, so to speak. Like, And that's funny that you brought that up, because I read a review today on our favorite favorite uh, site, Slash Film... They say that exact thing. Yeah. That maybe he's trying to go in a different direction. He's trying to do something new. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like if he fades into a background noise of just like a good solid director that maybe delivers mem to good movies, but just solidly directs a film. Fuck it. Sure. Why not? I don't need all of my directors to be prolific fucking auteurs. They just can't all be. Harmless. Some of them have to be non that. Exactly. Harmless, harmless, fun, entertaining popcorn yeah. movies. Whatever. Make your cash. Yeah. And that's exactly what this is. It's a entertaining popcorn, harmless, like don't really think it, about it. It appealed to the masses. It appeal it, it it's a it's a crowd pleaser. It's your underdog story. If yep. you fucking love underdog stories, get behind this one. It doesn't do anything different. It follows the same that's fucking it. tropes of every underdog story. That's it. Right? Yep. You know what you're getting? And it delivers. Yep. I don't think there's anything else to say. That's no. it. That's it. I think so you, we, can, we, you can drop the mic. We, we talked. We <laughs> talked for a while about a meh movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it's harmless. Uh, if I didn't, if I didn't get seats to Debot to 40X, 40X, I don't see myself actively going out to see this in the theater. If I didn't pay four dollars and fifty two cents after taxes for this, I also don't see myself going yeah. to see this. I could actually, I you know, watch this at home. If the, if we didn't run this podcast, <laughs> I would have definitely waited till I saw this at home, and yeah. probably would have hated it more. 
probably um i think the crowd and the avx as you mentioned dave i think or the 40x, 40X you know, like yep. being in a, in a in a theater with people and seeing it and the sound yeah yeah i think it, it definitely it, helps. i think it helps this movie yeah. and seeing it at home is not yeah, it's, it's not, not going to deliver the same experience and people will probably the home viewers the pvods or the streaming wherever the fuck this lands it's sony so netflix maybe netflix uh will probably dislike this stronger than the people that's on the theaters that's fair i think all fair I points know. no no you're right it just doesn't right do i don't think it it's gonna play as well here. Yeah. yeah and like tony said it doesn't do in it doesn't do enough differently yeah yeah, yeah. it as as you said as i did it just made us want to watch other movies other better, better racing better movies, movies. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah that's uh that's the Gran Turismo of it all. Me and my Gran Turismo. No, I gotta watch Gran Torino again. I know. I really want to watch it again too. I want to get my. I, wanna, I need to get my Eastwood numbers up. Fuck yeah! You gonna but, watch some Gran Torino? Oh, of course, buddy. Oh, yeah. fucking course. It's been, it's, been a time. It's, it's been a time since I've seen that. It's a great movie, including the song, the original song. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh dave you don't have a new blue i i do but i don't i we can't talk i can't talk we can't about talk it about right it. now so about uh, we'll talk spot. about it a diff- we'll talk about it a different day uh i think we should just uh just do some quick strike talk strike still going it's only <laughs> favorite topic strike 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 but Dune 2, Dune Part 2 just got delayed. Dune 2, Electric Boogaloo? Like, within the last few days. Sadness. To, to March, which is already, I mean, there's already, there's let's, way let's too much in March here. already. Yeah. But, oh. yeah, it's... Uh, is that one done filming? Dune? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. I heard, I was reading that maybe some of the special effects aren't done, yeah. and he's still cutting it, because apparently it's three hours long. That doesn't surprise me, Denny. Great. Yeah. So, I can see, like, some of the reasons why it got delayed, and, like, he definitely needs the people talking it up. Yeah. Like, he needs the Zendaya, and fucking Florence yeah, Pugh, and the, Timmy, Timmy Shamalay. Like, he needs all of those yeah, people to talk you can't, it up. Yeah. And, like... Everyone online loves Dune, the first Dune, but like, I don't think it's as beloved as people kind of make it out to be. I really I enjoy it, and it did very well at the Oscars, yeah. but like, I don't think it's not a... I don't think it generates its own hype. Yeah. I think it's it's good, and people like it, but it needs the help. Yes. Yes, I definitely it's still so. very weird niche sci-fi. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super niche. So it's, it's super weird. <laughs> So I'm just curious where we go now, because yeah. like that was Warner, the that was the that was the last that was like, a that big was movie, right? Big, yeah, huge. Yeah. Like it's a monster. The Marvels is still coming out, as far as I know. Oof. And now it can take all the IMAX screens because it wasn't going to get any of them, right? Because Dune. Because of Dune. Because Dune had like a six week like hold Oof. on. Them, oh fuck. Which is unheard of, but I guess IMAX is just cutting deals right now. Uh, yeah. Clearly. Um, what else? Uh, the new Hunger Games movie, the prequel, is coming out, and apparently oh, that's yeah. two hours and forty-five minutes. Whoa. I like the tra- I like the trailer. Our boy Schwartzman's in it, indeed. But like, I don't need to rush out and see it. No. But 
with the way things are falling and our plans for future episodes are falling apart, maybe we will. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, either that or uh, if things keep getting pushed off, there's going to be a lot of retrospectives coming. A lot We're going to work We're going to be back in the 20s by the end of this year. But what I want to know with Warner, like they're having, like Barbie just saved Warner for the year. Yeah. Like good for them. Because the Flash sure as shit didn't. <laughs> and neither did Blue Beetle or fucking, like, any of the DC stuff didn't help. But, like, in ten, in the, over the course of 10 days in December, they're releasing the, they're releasing Wonka. The, right, yes. The Willy Wonka the prequel. Timothee with Chalamet. Timmy, with Timmy Chalamet and fucking Hugh Grant as Oompa Loompas. Fuck. Apparently, whack. people are upset about that. It's whack. Um, they're releasing... The new Aquaman, yeah, which does not have a trailer. The finale of the current DCEU does not have a trailer. Does not have any posters. Does not have any marketing material whatsoever. Nice versus versus Dune Two that has two trailers. uh, Just had a big spread in Empire, which they didn't give the memo to them that they were delaying it, so it came out the same day as it got delayed. Sorry, the day after it got delayed. Wow. Oof is Oof. right. Oof. Oof is right. Somebody's getting fired. <laughs> and on top of, and then after Aquaman, uh, the new musical version of The Color Purple is coming out. Oh, which shit. is, is going to be like a heavy Oscar contender. Yeah. But I also think it needs, it's going to need people talking about it. Yep. Right. So I just don't know how, for one thing, why are they releasing three movies in the course of 10 days? Good question. And like, there's definitely crossover between all of them. Yeah. So it's like, why are they doing that? Why are you delaying Dune out of November? Or I know why you're delaying Dune, but why aren't you delaying Aquaman anything at this else. point? Why yeah. aren't you moving anything else? Because yeah. these other movies hinge just as much on reasons why you're delaying dune yeah and yeah and as you mentioned kind of considering the way that dc has unfolded over the last little bit uh because the flash tanked oh uh, yeah blue beetle is tanking it's doing better than they said it would yeah which that's not it, that's, that's not, it's saying, not much. saying a lot but at least it's doing better and it definitely benefited from national theater day yeah but uh, the flash was a colossal disaster yeah um it's just even even the good day, even if it was the good days, not the strike days, it's like, yeah, why are you releasing three movies in ten days? Yeah, that no, doesn't make any doesn't fucking make any sense. sense. Like something is not, nothing's making sense. Something's right not now. making sense. Yep. And to that, to all of that, I say, why are the CEOs still being bitches about this? Why are they still saying it's unreasonable when they're only going to have to, they're no. only going to have to lose? less than 10% of their fucking wage. Yeah. If they just give in. Did you guys see on Twitter they post X. X. Twitter <laughs> Elon X. Musk's X Elon Musk can fucking kiss the fattest part of my ass. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I do um, not want the Elon Musk fanboys coming for us, so I'm just going to say Tony said that. <laughs> We do not endorse that, that message. They, uh, they posted what it would cost the studios. So they did a chart. They did all the studio, the major studios. They did what it would cost to give the writers and actors what they want. They did their annual budget, or not their annual budget, their annual revenue. 
and the percentage of the hit that they will take on said revenue. I'm talking about 0.008% of a hit on their annual revenue if they just fucking give in. That is sickening. I am fucking sickened to my stomach just looking at those fucking numbers. And apparently the C apparently the writers went for like a negotiation meeting and there are the writers guild went to a negotiation meeting and the CEOs were there and they basically yelled at them for not taking the deal. The CEOs yelled at the writers. Yes. Of course they did. Of fucking yeah. course they did. Welcome to late stage capitalism, everybody. Yeah. Fasten your seatbelts. It's garbage all the way down. Just, just fuck just, them all. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the, if they really want to go with the AI, because the AI is going to get rid of the CEOs too. <laughs> Seriously. They definitely, like, the writers are going to punch it up, but like the CEO, you don't need the CEOs yeah. anymore after yeah. that. But like, you know Think what? Think of I, all the money you're saving then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like we're talking about fractions upon fractions of a percent that you're going to miss out on. So you don't get a fucking Tesla this year. You get it next year. Who the fuck cares? It's not even, it's not even that. It's it's fractions of a fractions of a percent, but it means that the the line of stonks does not go up as much. And that's the and name it means of the they game. lose they lose control of certain things and they can't and they're gonna have to for Netflix at least they're gonna have to give up viewership numbers. Well, a and that's the, I, I think that, I, that, I, I that don't know why they're, they're not being forced to fucking give up viewership I know, at no, this numbers. point. At, at this, this point, point, we've created yeah, we, uh, streaming has created a very, very, very bad situation in terms of companies being able to hide behind things. Like, like how yeah. how how have they been able to get away with it for so long? Like because no one's challenged them on it. No one's no one's really challenged. They've been challenged, yeah. but nobody's really challenged. Yeah. And now they're gonna have like, I don't think they're gonna back. The writers are not gonna back down, and neither are the actors. Like they're gonna yeah. want what they did. Yeah, this a this AI thing is fucking real, and they're not gonna fucking exactly what you said. They're not gonna fucking That's, back down. Like the AI, yeah. the viewership numbers, the proper residuals. Yeah, they're not gonna let this go. There's a as I as I've plugged many a time. There's a, one of my one of my fave YouTubers, Patrick H. Willems, just did a uh, full video on content, and uh, it fits quite nicely into this entire idea of like the difference between the streaming tech age, where we're in an age of content, and what the writers are trying to basically get a stake into. And what the studios are kind of demanding of them, too, which is no longer really, like, quality shit. It's just content. Write this. Write this. Write that we need to pump out this and this and this. But, but the then we're not going to fucking pay you for it. The content bubble burst. It's over. Well, is it? It's definitely over. After this, it's over. Oh, after this, yes. But that's, after yeah, that's this, what I mean. After like, this, this is it's what's, over. This is like... The the age of fucking $300 million fucking blockbusters is over. Yeah. Like, we are going to go back to fucking, like, mid-budget movies. And it's going to be great. Because they're not going to need to make $100 million. They're not going to have to pass $100 million on opening weekend in order to, to, to make a profit. Yeah. And they got to become more fucking transparent overall. And they, the transparency, that I think the transparency is a bigger issue than the AI. Yeah, absolutely. 
because how because like how, the ai how, you yeah. can negotiate it and i know they've been negotiating it but like but this is like the legit, transparency yeah. like this yeah. is something they've like hidden forever mm-hmm. and like they're gonna of have true to watch metrics of true viewership numbers of true how much people should be fucking paid based on it's well it's gonna it's gonna explode things yeah it's gonna change the game yeah everything's going to change when they give it up yeah and they're gonna have to yeah they can't just let six writers look at it type thing like it's gonna get out yeah like no matter what just make it fucking public knowledge yeah because they don't want to have to answer to the shareholders and they don't want to have to answer to wall street and they don't want to have to answer to everybody who will come back to them and be like, well, yep. why did you cancel this? Why did you let this go for so long? If this no sh- one's fucking this sh- watching this it, show yeah. has 100 people watching it and got canceled after season two because you didn't want to pay the proper residuals for the number of episodes. But this show only had 50 people watching it and it went for six seasons. Yeah. And they basically cost the same. Like, yeah. Yep. How can you justify this? Yeah, it's almost like they have to become a studio again. Yeah. And not the fucking nonsense monsters that we created when when fucking Netflix started creating their own original content. Yeah. They chased They a, have to They all chased a model that m- much was not <laughs> much like I've, you know, much like work. I've much like I've always sort of applauded the music industry from sort of coalescing behind, you know what, all our shit's available on all the platforms. There's no problems there. I'm not saying that there isn't, but at least, you know, it's very clear you're going to be paid this much of uh, a, a listen. Like, it's clear as day. Uh, whereas... But it took a long time to get there. Yes, and also thank you, Taylor Swift. Um, and Napster. Sean Parker and yes well, and he's Napster the one that, and, that made and Metallica it. I guess um what about you two getting their album on all your iPhone fuck that that was awful <laughs> anyway what I'm saying is just like that model of just like all our shit is available everywhere everybody gets paid maybe not well but you get money um and streaming went the opposite way they followed the Netflix fucking tech bro model of we're a tech company first not a studio so we don't have to do shit. We don't have to follow the traditions. We don't have to do this. And everybody wanted their slice of that pie. And now we're living in this fucking hellscape. That is 78 fucking streaming platforms. No one's getting paid. Properly. Yep. Someone's getting paid. Someone's getting paid. But no one's getting paid properly. Revolution is coming. And like Netflix is going up in price. And it's like, but why? Yep. Yep. For what? For what? So they can make another hundred fucking hundred million Gal Gadot action movie that doesn't Heart make of Stone any two, fucking baby. sense. The franchise continues. Or you give a two hundred million dollars to Michael Bay to fucking do whatever the fuck six underground was. They're not going to let them do it anymore. Also, you know, you know that of that hundred and fifty million dollar budget, a hundred million of it went to Gal Gadot. <laughs> of course. And they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to lower the prices. Yeah, seriously. Like, and they're gonna like, have to get in, what in, they in actually the, earn. They actually deserve. I would love. I can't wait for the list to come out at the end of the year for like highest paid actors and actresses, whatever. Uh, I really hope Gal Gadot is right at the top for like her three weird fucking <laughs> her one Netflix movie and her other weird cameos. It's hi. I'm on top of a submarine. <laughs> Fifty million dollars. Here you I go. I don't think she made that much. Maybe like a couple million. <laughs> either way, either way, the reckoning is coming. It's coming. It just people are gonna 
there's going to be more people losing something something eat the rich there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be out of health insurance yeah and they're going to be out of their homes and they're going to there's there's a reckoning coming there's an article today that because of the strikes john there was like in the in the fucking uh in the in the headline because of the strikes john cena has to go back to wrestling <laughs> yeah sure i'm sure dwayne johnson's almost Dwayne, there he's almost he's probably almost there too when he's when he's done hucking uh fucking water and fucking I, I carbonated think, juice or I, whatever I think dwayne johnson's on. fine he was one of the ones who one of the first ones to donate to the guilds yeah. to, so they could support the the members he's that got, he's it. got enough sponsorship yeah. deals that he's yeah, he's, good. he's fine. if he's, he's got if he's, tequila, donate, if he's, he's fine, donating yeah. millions to help the cause yeah i think he's fine he's fine yeah i think he's fine but I thought and yeah that, he but definitely I thought branched out enough yeah, yeah, yeah. into all Diver- sorts of diversified he diversified enough yeah yeah but I just thought it was funny that fucking John Cena has to go back to wrestling. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure Vince McMahon will welcome him back with a big hug. Vince McMahon is no like, more. He's he? not. He's not no, the head I anymore. I yeah, think he's I like. You think he's either sick or they like they just yeah, like he's, locked he's him pretty, in yeah, his house yeah. and they're like you're not allowed to come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't talk. Just look. <laughs> Rev- revolution is coming, and uh, this iteration of Hollywood is going to be burned alive and i'm optimistic for what rises out of the ashes but how long is it going to take it's going to take fucking it's going to take a long time and i fucking hope it's sooner rather than later but i was to be honest boys i was really optimistic when i heard that the writers are going back to the table and that hope was immediately crushed the next day when I heard that the fucking talks just went to shit yeah. immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and it's, it's tough out there. And I talked to, and I talked to camera guys and they share, they share with me their, their stories and stuff. And it's, and it's just, it's so fucking heartbreaking. Like you have, you have guys that are in the industry doing long, doing, uh, doing your TV shows and your features and they're making their careers out of it. And now you see them on commercials and it's, it's weird because then the commercial guys get, 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 uh, placed down because of seniority, because the TV show and the feature guys, they're, they're higher on the seniority list. So they're getting called up for the commercials and then the commercial guys aren't getting anything. They have to do short films and low budget stuff. And like they're, they're every, everyone's just trying to make a dollar. Everyone's just, just wants to go home and feed their family and live their life. So what you're saying is this is the perfect time. To get a damn good looking short film made. Uh yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I'd uh I'd say so. With with non unionized writers and actors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right, cool. It's a good time. So uh the right the writing has already begun. You got a script, begun. buddy. I got the I was gonna say the first little bit of September is kind of booked up, but after F- that Finger Guns presents. <laughs> <laughs> after that, Tony. It's uh the wheels the wheels are turning. Trust me. Trust me. And the last point I was going to just bring up, just because I, I thought of it now, the visual effects artists are starting to unionize. Ooh, Fuck yeah, they are. Yeah. So absolutely. That is a long time so coming. Good. So I'm all for it. Like all, It should be all visual effects. Animators shit, shit alike. Shit is coming down. Considering what fucking went down on fucking uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Because that shit's untenable. Seriously. Times are changing. Yeah. Times they are a changing. 
fuck. But uh, I think that's enough. Debbie for, Downer for the, talk for the Debbie evening? Downer talk. Thanks. I think that's enough. Um, James, you hinted at what our next episode is going to be. It's going to be a retrospective because was, yeah. Tony and Dave are back at Tiff because they've abandoned me. And we've abandoned James, and we're very sorry about that. But God willing, we'll have a live episode at Taco Bell. Oh, fuck yeah, man. That's, it's got to happen somehow. i gotta, I got to figure out what film I'm coming to, and then we're recording at Taco Bell. But, a quick hit so that we don't have to bore you with 78,000 Tiff movies that you two get to see. And then I will just get to be told about. <laughs> but until that moment comes, do you guys have anything else you have left to say? Or do we say it all? We said it all. Tony nods in agreement. Tony nods Tony, in this agreement. Is radio, not television. I know, buddy. I know, I know. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, we really got to get, hey, this is a good time to start uh, start videoing our podcasts, maybe. Hey. 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 Okay. Uh, okay. No. Okay. No. I have I have a lot to say, but they are not no, so nice things about the CEOs in Hollywood. That's fair. All yes. right. So with that, I think we're done for another episode. Excellent. I am Dave, the destroyer of worlds, and I'm with as always Big Tasty Tony B and Jimothy. And we'll talk to you soon. See you soon, guys. And a big fuck you. To Mr. John Voigt. <laughs> <laughs>